the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. I have a chart in front of me of the murders over the course of the weekend. And this is New York. Is this... Now, this is gun violence archive. Is it the deaths or is it gun violence? And 40 New York, 75 the Washington, Baltimore area, 41 Georgia, 3 Florida, 19. I'm looking at a map that doesn't have the names of the states. That's 41 in the, uh, I guess, Houston area, 22 in the L.A. area, 121 in the Chicago area. And then uh, it is blamed on guns. One of the one of the least intelligent of our politicians. He's not only corrupt; he's not intelligent. Is Governor Cuomo of New York State? The the, the man who is has blood on his hands, and I oh, I never talk like that with regard to nursing home deaths in in uh, New York. And uh, he's telling us the issue is guns. Isn't that amazing? People are murdering people, and the issue is guns, not the people who murder. Why doesn't that alone have you leave the Democratic Party? There is there a single Democrat who differs with Andrew Cuomo? Publicly, at any rate? I don't mean your brother-in-law who's a Democrat. I mean Democratic politician. Is there a Democratic newspaper? Because that's, that's what the New York Times and the others are. They're f- functionaries of the, of the Democratic Party. Does any of them, do any of them differ? We bathe in lies. That's what we do. And we're drowning in them. It's guns. That's it. But weren't there guns two years ago? And three and four and five and six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, etc. years ago. So it's clearly not guns that has changed, is it? Something else must have changed. Isn't that elementary? You could explain what I just said to a ten year old, and the ten year old would fully understand it. What has changed is that A, there is a belief that you can get away with anything with the Democrats under control, in control, and that's largely true. Not entirely, but largely. Certainly other acts of violence, especially theft, even on a massive level. I'll talk about that later, about what's happening in San Francisco. Everywhere the left governs, things are shattered. But people still vote. The the vote that people tender 
that is hurtful to themselves, that is harmful to themselves, is a phenomenon. But it is not unique to the United States. There are people who vote for the uh, Sandinistas in Nicaragua, right? There are people who vote for communists. There are people who vote for fascists. There are people who vote for Islamic terrorists who ruin their own country, not only who ruin others. So why would they not vote for the Democrats? And when you have an entire media that supports it, it, uh, it becomes very hard to, uh, to fight that. So it is guns. So let's see. Uh, media matters. I want to dedicate the following to Media Matters, a left-wing site that lies for a living. Literally, they lie for a living. That, that their, their purpose is to lie. And something called the Democratic Underground, because they publicized my show, and I want to thank them for it. Uh, because I read to I read to you from uh, the uh, from USA Today, well known right wing newspaper, by your an article by Bjorn Lomberg, president of the Copenhagen Consensus, a visiting fellow at the Hoover Institution at Stanford. So I, I dedicate it to you. I hope you put this up as well, because it only proves my point that you have no interest in what is true. You only have interest in power. And if you have to lie, you lie. So they put this up as if it's nonsense. What is the it? Yes. A landmark study in nature climate change made headlines around the world. Rising temperatures from global warming increase the number of heat deaths. But the study left out glaring truths that even its own authors have abundantly documented. Heat deaths are declining in countries with good data, likely because of ever more air conditioning. This is abundantly clear in the United States, which has seen increasing hot days since 1960, affecting a much greater population. There's no denial of global warming here, is there? Yet the number of heat deaths has more than halved. Get that? As the globe has gotten hotter in countries with responsible data, the number of deaths from heat has been cut in half. They are such liars on the left that they believe their lies. I have asked this my whole life. Do you believe your lies? Most of them do. And they, they, they're like Stepford leftists. They, don't re, they never ask, gee, is that true or what is the evidence? They just reassert it's not true. But it is true. Heat deaths have declined as temperatures have risen. There you go. The number of heat deaths has more than halved. So while global warming could could result in more deaths, technological development in, for instance, America, is actually resulting in fewer heat deaths. More important, cold deaths vastly outweigh heat deaths worldwide. This is not just true for cold countries like Canada, but warmer countries like the United States, Spain, 
Brazil, even India, cold deaths outweigh heat deaths by 7 to 1. Globally, about 1.7 million deaths are caused by cold a year, more than five times the number of heat deaths. Okay, just thought I would share that with you. I will do this regularly and trust that you will put it up there at Media Matters and Democratic Underground. So, hi there, guys. You have been fooled by whoever you rely on to supply stuff. You have egg on your face. Because what I wrote came from USA Today, from a very well-respected man of, uh, of scholarship, and it is most important, true, a dirty word on the left. All right, dedicated to you guys. I saw more video of the protest in front of that spa. Do you, do you, do you understand the world in which we live? You know Antifa beat people up? Did you see that? And Antifa beat people up who don't think that a, a, a man's genitalia should be shown to girls. Antifa is a purely evil uh, organization. They're, they're also cowards. They go fully masked. They don't want to be seen beating up oh, uh, uh, women. I mean, they were beating up a woman. <laughs> Antifa. I would be I would be so curious to know how many of these Antifa members grew up with a father in their life. And I'm sure zero grew up with a regular church or synagogue attendance. Antifa is the product of pathology. As as was the Nazi party in uh, in Germany. Though they they didn't have a father, they didn't have fathers missing. To the best of my knowledge, they had other other pathologies in Germany. But that that's what they remind me of Antifa, the Nazi thugs who beat people up with whom they differed. But as, imagine that they beat up a woman who doesn't think that girls should see a man's penis. I mean, think about that. What we have come to. Has one left-wing newspaper condemned Antifa for doing this? L.A. Times? New York Times? CNN? Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. The bending of big business uh, to communist lies 
is not something I expected in my lifetime. That, to say that big business is not a bulwark against tyranny is like saying that feathers don't block tsunamis. That's not a bad analogy, actually. It, it really does put it. Uh, big business is feathers, and the tsunami is the left. What you like better? What? Hurricane better than tsunami? Yeah, we You're right. That's a good point. I take it. I'm with you. Hurricane is better. Yeah, I'm going to protect my house. I'm going to put up some feathers. Raytheon is a feather. They're a moral feather. It is. It, it is really something. I don't believe that getting wealthy corrupts you, but it certainly doesn't make you a better human being. It, 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 if you're a coward and you're poor, you're a coward and you're rich. The, the people who run Raytheon are cowards. This is, as uh, Chris Rufo puts it, uh, this is protection money. That's all it is. They pay protect. The left is the mafia, and companies like Raytheon are paying protection money. If we lie and distort life and crap on America sufficiently and teach whites that they're evil, which is pure, undiluted racism, then we won't be hurt by the left. That's all it is. It's payment. So he has an article in City Journal about the Raytheon Technologies Corporation, nation's second largest defense contractor. It's launched an anti-racism program that promotes critical race theory, rejects the principle of equality, and instructs employees to identify their privilege. Beginning last summer, the program called Stronger Together. This is pure communism. It's like when I was in the Soviet Union, there would be signs all over the place. Mir Miro, peace to the world. While they were waging wars all over the world, in particular Afghanistan, which killed a million Afghans is the reason for the whole Afghan tragedy, that they created the Taliban, but that's another story. Raytheon CEO Greg Hayes. Greg Hayes will not be remembered by history, but to the extent that Greg Hayes is remembered, it will be for hurting this country terribly. That's it. So Greg Hayes, that's it. You have solidified your place in history as an a-hole. Sign an Action for Diversity and Inclusion Statement. Did you get the name, by the way? Raytheon CEO Greg Hayes? Just worth noting. You proud of yourself, Greg? This is why God or nature gave you the the power and the money to be the CEO of, of something that's to defend the nation. If you stopped existing... Not you personally. If Raytheon ceased to exist, that's the second largest uh, uh, defense contractor in the country, it would do better for America's future than if it continued to exist. That is what is that is how destructive under the CEO Greg Hayes. Did I mention Greg Hayes? And and all the and all the other uh, primitives and, and pawns that went along with it. The Action for Diversity and Inclusion Statement. Raytheon employees must sign a pledge. Sign the pledge. This is this is total Maoism. Sign a pledge to check their own biases. 
What if I don't sign it? Or really, what if they? What if you don't sign it and you work at Raytheon? Are you fired? According to documents and videos that he has obtained, Chris Rufo, it's in City Journal, the program begins with lessons in intersectionality. Yes. Then is a workshop entitled Developing Intersectional Allyship. You know what? i got to tell you something. If there's anything I have tried to develop in my lifetime, it is intersectional allyship. To know that a major company in America has finally caught on. What did it do all these years without intersectional allyship? By the way, any of you know what that means? <laughs> Diversity trainer Rebecca York. Shocking, a woman. Women have played a disproportionate role in the totalitarianization of American life. Just for the record, I don't know why. I'm just telling you. It's, it, it's, un, it's an amazing thing. All these females in education, National Education Association headed by a female, the, and so many of the other teachers' unions, and most teachers are female. I always used to think of the female. I was wrong. It's really interesting. As the protector of children's innocence. Women are in the forefront of robbing children of innocence. It, I really have had to rethink my notions of female nature. I thought it is in the nature of a woman to protect children. And female teachers in massive numbers do not. They didn't want them to go to school for no reason. They had them wear masks for no reason. And they teach them. Did you see that? Uh, what is it? Uh, birth control for fifth graders now? Did you see that article? Yeah. Birth control from fifth grade on. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing that I developed healthfully and didn't produce children out of wedlock. And I didn't. Ha- I didn't. I didn't know what the word birth control meant in fifth grade. Yeah. What a deprived childhood. It's astonishing that I I didn't produce children out of wedlock. Maybe because I was taught values. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. You know, I'm, I'm interested in this Gregory J. Hayes, CEO of Raytheon, who was ruining America in his way by having this 
Maoist type lying about America. So I, I looked him up. Born in 1960. So, what well, would that make him? 60, 60 years old or so, 61 years old. He grew up in Williamsville, New York. Graduated Williamsville South High School. Played football at Cornell. Cornell may help explain why he doesn't think clearly. But I wonder if they're proud of him in Williamsville for ruining the the second largest supplier or, or defense company in the country. I do wonder if they know about what he's doing. Although he's interchangeable, it's almost unfair to just pick on him. Hannah Arendt made the point that it's the cogs in the machine that make evil possible. And that's correct. He, he's a, just a cog. He's interchangeable. And, and another CEO would probably do the same thing. But it's very distressing what's happening. Beginning last summer, the program at Raytheon called Stronger Together encourages employees to become an anti-racist today. Raytheon CEO Greg Hayes supported the campaign by signing an Action for Diversity and Inclusion statement, promising to promote diversity and cultivate meaningful change for our society. And then again, as I pointed out, they have to sign employees. All employees check their own biases. I have the following biases. I believe that color is the least significant thing about a human being. I believe that those who believe color uh, is important are the children of Ku Klux Klaners and Nazis, the people who really believe that color is important. I don't understand the difference between leftism on race, or in other areas they may differ, between the Nazis and the, the left on race. They both believe that race is determinative. They both would believe that blacks should have their own dormitories and own graduations, as I'm sure Greg Hayes believes at Raytheon. Do you understand the evil that is emanating from the left? And yet liberals vote for that evil. Because weakness is the human condition. Diversity trainer Rebecca York explained to Raytheon employees that critical race theorist Kimberly Crenshaw developed the concept of intersectionality to expose interlocking systems of oppression and break down power into privilege and marginalization. In a related lesson, Raytheon asked white employees to deconstruct their identities and identify their privilege. The company argues that white, straight, listen to this, white, Straight, Christian, able-bodied, English-speaking men are at the top of the intersectional hierarchy. So for the record, may I say that white, straight, Christian, able-bodied, English-speaking men made the freest country in the history of Earth. Not because they're white. They just did. Hitler was white. Stalin was white. White doesn't mean a damn thing. 
But as it happens, in the United States of America, white, straight, Christian, able-bodied, English-speaking men made the best country that has ever been made. That's why they're hated. Midgets, moral midgets, hate giants. That is a rule like E equals MC square. Midgets hate giants. Hence the hatred of the left for the United States. The left are moral midgets. Yes. According to outside diversity consultant Michelle Sahin, another woman out of shock. Whites have the privilege of individuality, while minorities don't have that privilege. Do you understand that? I'm looking at you, my producer. Do you understand that? Whites have the privilege of individuality and non-whites don't? Candace Owens is not an individual? That's right, they just make this stuff up. That is exactly right. They just make this stuff up. God, here is where if you're a Raytheon employee, I don't know, I guess your job is at stake. I don't know if it is. Be very interesting. I'd like to hear from Raytheon people. Where is Raytheon located? Is it near here? Is it Northern California? Is it California? I know I only know where it's located morally. Documenting the left's assault on the greatest country that was ever created. And we have an anonymous caller from Southern California. Hello, Anonymous. Uh, hello, Dennis. How are you doing? Okay, thank you. <coughs> um, I'm, an, I'm an employee of Raytheon. And uh, a while back, I think it was uh, last year, I had emailed you a pamphlet, I think, that Raytheon had put out called Stronger Together which actually quotes Ibram X. Ken in the, mm-hmm. in the pamphlet. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, uh, before the merger with uh, United Technologies, Raytheon was um, more of a button-up type of uh, uh, company. They weren't uh, as woke as they are now, but Greg Hayes, who's, who's uh, now the CEO, has, has become um, the poster child for wokeness, apparently, among defense contractors. And uh, he is uh, certainly a coward as far as his emails go. He's, you know, Raytheon puts out emails to uh, all their employees about how we're supposed to uh, embrace diversity, equity, and inclusion. And uh, I am curious, and, then. I believe that you're an employee. I'm yeah, I am. I know. I, I say I believe it. I, I I'm not lied to by callers as a rule. Right. Uh, are you even free to discuss this with other employees outside of Raytheon? Well, uh, let's put it this way. Uh, where I happen to work, uh, there are a lot of conservatives in the company. So we do roll our eyes a lot at all this garbage that he spews. But um, we're also older employees. The younger employees, and I do ask them about what they believe about the DE&I stuff, a lot of the younger employees are, some of them are a little bit uh, persuaded by it. Others are just want to have a meritocracy at work rather than 
a racial quota system. Oh, so you, you feel that younger workers are not happy with this either? Yeah, I, I feel that some of the uh, uh, younger workers are not that happy. Remember, we're, we're in the defense industry, so the defense industry is somewhat a little bit more conservative. Than yeah, but it, 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 it doesn't matter that Raytheon is run by Raytheon. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's true. Right. So I'm curious, did you sign the pledge? I, I have not, and I will not. Have you suffered any repercussions? Um, I have suffered repercussions. Uh, there's a little story I could tell you very quickly. Um, last year during the uh, BLM riots in Minneapolis, um, the Greg Hayes sent out an email specifying that we are all shocked and saddened by the murder. He actually used the word murder of uh, uh, George Floyd. And uh, what happened was is that uh, the employees uh, had a little discussion group about his email on, online. And I decided I was curious and I wanted to read it. So a lot of employees, and I guess this is to your point, a lot of employees were actually trying to persuade Raytheon to match uh, um, contributions and money to BLM, the organization. Um, and I was a little concerned about that. Being a Jew, I knew that BLM was very, very uh, anti-Semitic. So I had mentioned that in the um, uh, uh, online uh, uh, discussion. And I had also put up a video that showed that BLM was marching, saying, picked in a blanket, uh, um, uh, frying black bacon. And um, I got a call from HR saying that, was all inappropriate, and I was uh, chastised, and I was told to read the code of conduct again. Wow! All right, I salute you. The article in uh, City Journal is up at DennisPrager dot com. Is that correct? I, I tell you, I, I have to repeat this: that it is astonishing. The company argues that white, straight, Christian, able-bodied, English-speaking men are at the top of the intersectional hierarchy and must work on, quote, recognizing their privilege and step aside in favor of other identity groups. In America, you step aside if there's somebody more talented than you in the wings. That's the only time you step aside. Wow. Well, well, I'm not included. I'm able-bodied, English-speaking, white, and straight, but I'm not Christian. So I guess I'm not on the top of the intersectional hierarchy. Do I have to step aside? I guess I met, I meet a lot of them. But let me just say that it's you, white, straight, Christian, able-bodied, English-speaking men who made the country. country where millions of blacks want to move to and have. Did a damn good job, fellas. Did indeed. According to outside diversity consultant Michelle Sahin, whites have the privilege. Oh, you read that. The I don't understand it, though. Whites have the privilege of individuality. Minorities don't. That's a beautiful thing to tell a minority, isn't it? You don't have the privilege. Anyway, I... I uh, no, it doesn't. I don't know. What to understand. It means that you could be an individual, and you're not. And you. It does. I don't know what it means. 
program that tells white employees to adopt a new set of rules for interacting with their minority colleagues. Employees should, quote, identify everyone's race. Everyone's is italicized. During conversations, including those who are white. What does that mean, identify everyone's race? You begin the conversation like that? Hey, white man, how you doing today? Hey, black man, what are you... How's the family? If you don't understand that the left is evil, there is only one reason, and that is you're afraid to. Then you you need to check your conscience. I'm Dennis Prager. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Second biggest defense contractor. They're located, uh, they have a big, what would you say, a big factory, a big manufacturing plant in, in California, but they're based in Boston. They have a chart titled, What Not to Say to Your Black Colleagues Right Now. It's a deliberate desire to alienate blacks and whites. It's all it is. It's the left's. The left hates the idea of a melting pot. They hate it. They they admit it. I was raised with that dream. America is a melting pot. If it's not a melting pot, it's over. That that it's 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 done with. So if whites and blacks don't get along, the left has a victory, and that's they manufacture all this. What not to say to your black colleague? It should be the opposite. Say anything you want to your black colleague. He's, he's a colleague who happens to be black. What would you hide from him? Now, if you're a racist, that ends the issue. But is this, is, this, isn't, this is addressed, well, I guess everybody's a racist. That's their theory. Raytheon instructs white employees never to say that they, quote, pray things change soon. Or hope that social tensions calm down. Wow. Shouldn't say that to a black. It's offensive. You should hope things don't calm down. If that's not racist, because the assumption is blacks don't want things to calm down. All blacks want chaos and vandalism and looting and burning and screaming. Right? These people have such contempt for blacks. The left has such contempt for blacks. I I interviewed yesterday a major Palestinian journalist, writer, thinker, Basim Eid, E-I-D. Interviewed him twice. You could see the interview on my fireside chat this week. That's tomorrow. comes out Thursday. And then again at a PragerU fundraiser. And it was so interesting. He lives in Jericho on the West Bank. He's a Palestinian, Muslim, Arab. And he kept talking about how he didn't use the word left, yet he used they, but it was the left. He uses Palestinians. They use every group. Blacks in America, Palestinians in the Middle East, The left cares about Palestinians as much as they care about blacks.
they use them. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio.